Welcome to the Inner Hour. I am your host, Sheena. Let us search our hearts. Let us search our souls. Let us search our minds and see what we can find. Hello and welcome to Going Within with Sheena and Jen. And this is the Inner Hour um, with me, your host, Sheena. And today I just wanted to, well, first of all, Happy New Year, (laughs) Um, because this is going to be the first segment of the podcast series um, season um, for the new year. Um, As you all know, we entered 2023. Yay. Um, There's something mystical about the year 2023. Um, Ever since New Year's. Um, or before leading up to, you know, the new year, um, I've heard a lot of people talking about, um, you know, how different the year 2023 is going to be and how they feel like they're going to achieve all their goals and they're going to manifest the things that they've been um, creating energetically in their mind's eye. And there's so many positive things. And it, it warms my heart to hear that because I too have been anticipating 2023 like 2022 was about cleansing it was about renewing it was about getting rid of things that no longer served you from family friends um, and things of that nature so this year I feel strongly that it is going to be the year of when we shift, when, when, when humanity, I feel, has come to a sort of tipping point where, you know, we shift to a new paradigm. And we all know this um, ever since 2012, even though we're a little bit, you know, behind on the calendar. Um, the anticipation of the Mayan calendar ending, which is not now come to find out it wasn't really 2012 because we are behind in the Gregorian calendar. But according to the Mayan calendar, it was around 2020 ish. We know when the whole um, COVID-19 came out and the pandemic and, you know, people losing their jobs and staying home and people were forced to reflect and go within themselves and learn about themselves and know themselves right so um 2020 was the beginning the mark of that particular tipping point um but energetically if you understand energy things don't just happen instantly it it's happening so it started maybe since 2012 really but Gradually getting into 2020 marked a point in time and space where energetically things shifted. Okay, you got the great reset, you got all these things going on. There's so much things going on all at once. So, 2023 now, which is three years later since 2020, a lot of things has transpired and a lot of People have witnessed and have experienced changes in their lives, in their relationships with people, in their jobs, in their businesses, um, everything, all aspects of their lives, and um, including myself. And, you know, 
I'm really excited for what's to come, the good and the bad, because humanity has come to a point where we need change and we need it now. We've been screaming change forever, but you know, it takes everyone's um, participation for it to come to fruition. We are collective consciousness, so we're working together, coming together, right? Um, not being separate and chaotic, that's how we are controlled. Well, when we come together and we finally heal and we're going through our healing processes from our traumas and we're doing our shadow work, etc., you know, we become the, a better version of ourselves. And then when each of us become a better version of ourselves and we work on ourselves, then the world becomes a better place to dwell. So I'm saying all this to say that use this new year as Um, Or you can use this new year as a way to dive into knowing more of yourself and becoming a better version of yourself and and unleashing your fullest potential. Okay, we have that energy now on the planet. We do. It's there, but you have to know how to access it and you have to know how to use it for your benefit. And there's a lot of gurus and people of that nature, like Billy um, Carson, for example, um, Sad Guru. People like that who have done extensive studies on psychology, on human nature, on the sciences, um, you know, the metaphysical world, the spiritual world. They've done extensive studies on ancient civilizations and how they interpreted things and how they saw things from their eyes and the things that they experienced that has changed information wise, has changed humanity has changed civilization so think about that meditate upon that for a second and you know go within yourself and find out what it is that you can change within yourself to become a better version of yourself so that you can do your part in helping humanity push forward helping the world become a better place to live in you know we would all love to live in a star trek life world but What are we doing to achieve that, right? When I say Star Trek, um, for those of you who have seen Star Trek, I've seen a few episodes. I'm not really a... I won't... um, I won't uh, label myself as a 100% authentic Trekkie. (laughs) I will be, though, because I am interested in it, but there are so many episodes and so many seasons to cover. Um, But I have seen a few, and... Within the few that I've seen, um, they are telling of a world where there's no more fighting over resources. There's no more, um, you know, uh, money is no longer an object where you have to go out there and bust your ass to make a dollar, you know? Basic needs of human, human basic needs are met for free, right? Um, and as a collective consciousness, they are going out into the cosmos and trying to learn about the universe and finding other species, other entities, other creatures, humanoids, aliens, terrestrials whatever you want to call it they're going to search for new life they're going to search and go where no man has gone before 
right? So their their energy and their time is going into discovery. It's going into how can we help or what can we learn that will help us as a collective consciousness to move forward, right? So their focus is on different things. It's not just war. Obviously, they come into contact with other entities who are malevolent, you know, they just want destruction and chaos and rule and, you know, but, you know, guess what? They deal with them accordingly. They deal with them with love. They deal with them with compassion, but they're not backing down like, look, you know, we're the biggest they're not like acting like yeah you know we're the biggest and baddest in the galaxy but they're like the galactic federation of worlds you know what i'm saying they are there to serve and to protect the galaxy and anybody who's trying to push any malevolent agendas they are there to um put that in order and to set them straight and to arrest and to captivate those who need to because they are of harm to the rest of the universe and the cosmos right so i know i'm going into the whole star trek thing but i said that to say that i personally believe that we are heading into a star trek type of world we are heading into a you know utopian type of world I, I believe so and I believe that it is our choice we can change the trajectory of our destiny right we can change that as a people if we come together if we do the work it can be very possible and I think it's very highly likely because most people want to survive and they would I believe that they would negotiate um, with coming together to make it work so that we can all survive and live on the planet because you know a lot of people do love their children and they want their children to live in a utopia they want their children to live in a free place a free world where they can be who they want to be they can live freely and their basic needs are all met and they don't have to struggle to survive right that is evil that is negative where you are making it where people have to work so hard just to survive just to survive that's wicked when we have un, we have unlimited resources and we have the technology i think to where we can sustain people's basic needs for free and that the only reason why you know we have to pay to live is because we live in a very greedy world it's run by people who have a lot of greed um lust um envy and all the seven deadly sins that's my take on it because else why 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 else we could end world hunger in one day overnight but it's not happening why you think about that okay so in today's inner hour i just wanted to basically touch on the four agreements um from the book by don miguel ruiz um the four agreements is a personal and practical guide to freedom okay so it's a very good book so i suggest you find it online whether it's through audible or kindle or the hard copy from amazon 
whatever is best for you i suggest you um get that book it's a book for self help right um self mastery uh personal growth etc things of that nature so it's really good and it's life-changing if you've never read that book before it's going to change your life because you're going to it's going to what it does it awakens it awakens a part of you that you've it, you've always known that about yourself but you just it awakens it inside of you you become aware right um so in the book um the book was first published back in 1997 by don miguel uh ruiz um and a little bit about Don Miguel because I feel like a lot of people don't really get into the author as much and see why they really wrote the book and how the book even came into being. So I am going to share that with you which will probably give you a little summary, a little overview so that you can have a gist of what to expect to gain from a book like that. So now it was published in 1997. Um, Don Miguel Ruiz is not just some author who just decided to write about the four agreements. He, he was born into a family of shamans and druids and healers, right? And, um, he decided to dedicate his life to creating a philosophy that blends ancient Toltec wisdom with the modern, you know, the modern philosophy ways of life. So... It was a uh, a New York bestseller. It stayed on the New York the New York bestseller list for ten years, and it was ranked as the thirty sixth bestseller of the decade. Okay, so a lot of celebrities have uh, recommended the book, like Oprah and um, people like Tom Brady um, and things, people like that. So it's it's a really popular book. Um, I know if you haven't heard of it before, it's just because it hasn't come across your way yet, but it is popular as far as mainstream popular, right? So, Don Miguel Ruiz also have um, other books, um, which I'm not sure all of their... their their uh titles but i know he has a fifth agree the fifth agreement or the five agreements or whatever i think it's the fifth agreement but he i like him because he has a way of really guiding you into understanding um how human nature is how us as humans are and i think that's why i appreciate his work um, he also explores the, the teachings of the Toltec culture, which is the culture that he was born into, um, which his family and an ancestors were Toltec. And that was basic. Toltec is a ancient civilization that was centered in Mexico. Um, so, um, he goes, you know, he's really blending that information with more mainstream new age information and then he combined it into one right so the book really focuses on understanding 
um, self-limiting agreements, which is learned through domestication. So he also goes into why it's so necessary to um, making and breaking agreements, right? And living in a state of unconditional love. He, he, he goes into the importance of that. And um, if you basically want to have heaven here on earth, that if you follow these four basic agreements, that your life will change for the better and you will live a more happier, healthier life. Um, so he begins the book by introducing the dream of the planet, right? The collective dream of all humanity. So he's saying that all humanity has one collective dream because we are one collective consciousness. This includes family, school, systems, religion, and culture, you know, getting married, having kids, you know, you're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to get married. You're supposed to have kids and then you work, 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 and then you die. That's what the collective of the planet, dream of the planet is, because that's what everybody does, because we believe that this is what we're supposed to be doing, right? Now, in the book, he shows how we learn this from childhood, right? We learn all these systems in place and religion and culture from our childhood, because we're told that you have to do this. We're told you should go and worship God. We're told that this is the foods that you eat. We're told that this is what you can do and what you cannot do, right? We're told everything that we can and can do. We are not told that, hey, you're a free human being and you can make whatever decisions you want when you become of age or when you become, when you begin to understand your surroundings, you can make your own decisions. We're not told that. So we learn that from our parents, from to our teachers, to our pastors, you know, um, to our bosses, even, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's a lot that we get thrown onto us, you know, as children. So, um, where was I? Okay. So he basically was talking, is talking in the book about how um, we as humans have been domesticated. We have been programmed, right? Primed to think a certain way, to do certain things, and to do certain things a certain way. Now, he notes that everyone, you know, makes agreements about how to feel and what to believe and how to behave and so you know these are self-limiting agreements you know because it causes people to live in a type of dystopia in their head kind of hell you know it's 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 a facade it's fabricated right so to escape it and to form a new dream he basically is telling you that you need to basically follow the four agreements okay and you can rapidly change your life when you follow this and you put the knowledge of those into action it really it's really powerful so basically the four agreements are one you must be impeccable with your word right and Mr. Ruiz examines the power of the word, how it's misunderstood, and how most people use it to spread emotional poison. 
Being impeccable with one's word means taking responsibility for one's actions, but not judging or blaming oneself. This agreement can clear the emotional poison from one's life by building immunity to the negative words of others, leading to peace and joy. So basically, you know, when someone is telling you, hey, you know, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't wear that, you look like a hoe, you shouldn't twerk, you look like a hoe, you shouldn't do this, you're that, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just projecting onto you what they have been taught all their life. You are a hoe if you're twerking and shaking your ass, right? But he's showing that that belief and the agreement agreement to that will limit you. You, you're at a party. You had a little bit of drink, and you wanted to twerk, but you like, no, I don't want to twerk because people would judge me. He's basically saying that if you want to do it, do it. Do not judge yourself. Do not blame yourself. It's something that you want to do in this time and you shouldn't limit yourself from it because of what someone else said or what you think is right or believe because somebody told you that this is wrong and you shouldn't do that. It's immoral. What do you think of that? What Be impeccable with your word. What do you think? Not what everybody else think. Clear all what they think. What do you think? Do you think like, hey, fuck it. I want to have some fun. I want to get loose. I'm going to twerk. Shit. It's not like I'm at work twerking on my desk. You know what I'm saying? It's like, don't judge yourself. You want to twerk, twerk. You're not hurting anybody by twerking. Okay? This is just an example. But there's many other things. A plethora of different, um, you know, examples. But just basically build immunity to the negative thoughts and words from others right and that will bring you more peace that will bring you more joy because it's like you don't it's like you don't give a fuck but you do give a fuck but you don't give a fuck what other people think and you don't even give a fuck what you might think you just don't do it because you feel like doing it right now if i want to paint a picture right now i'm gonna fucking paint a picture and ain't nobody gonna tell me you know you can't paint a picture it's three o'clock in the morning fuck you i want to paint my picture right because i want to it's not hurting anybody right so stop thinking about the negative words people might say about you for doing something and if you feel like it's not hurting anybody and it's something that you want to do then do it don't blame yourself or judge yourself okay now two the second agreement is don't take anything personally that's a good one the dream of the planet teaches humans to take things personally right and mr ruiz considered considers personal importance the ultimate form of selfishness in taking others words personally one forms an agreement with those words and they influence one's beliefs and actions one shouldn't even take the voices in one's head personally (laughs) listening to all these conflicting thoughts leads to confusion and chaos by letting go of the need to be right one can embrace happiness and freedom that is so freaking true and that is one of the agreements that i had to work on the most because i used to be one of those people that took everything personally like what what you say what no i'm gonna take that shit personally but um you know what i'm saying if you can learn to really quiet your mind 
and really look at it from a different perspective as far as when somebody, you know, tells you something that words, right? And it, you took it personally, right? One way is to let go, let go of it. Don't, don't become attached to these words. Even in, like he said, even in the words in your head, don't be like, we have thousands of thoughts a day. Most of those thoughts are not even yours. They're other people. Because when we live in this planet, we're connected to other people's frequency and auras and aura bubbles and thought bubbles. We're connected, right? You might not see it, but it's a network that you can't see. The same way I can call you with my cell phone and the signal goes to the satellite and, you know, the tower and goes to the other person's phone. It's the same process. You just can't see it. Can you see when your phone is connecting to an iPhone? You can't see it. It's not something you can see in the air, but it exists. It's there. So it's the same thing. We connect to other people's personal aura, personal network. So a lot of the thoughts that we have is not even ours. So don't even take them personally. That is what is saying. That is what he's saying here. You know, because you sometimes we just think things and if we judge it it goes back to being impeccable with our word if we judge the things that we're thinking the thoughts that's coming through your head we will be miserable and if we you know what i'm saying and if somebody tells us something we don't like to hear we'll be miserable because we're taking it personally right so letting go of the need to be right will bring you a lot of happiness because you don't need to be right all the time okay so that's all he was saying in this one don't take anything personally number three don't make assumptions and that's something that we all do I I still I still struggle with that a little bit but after reading the book it has helped me but I still struggle with making assumptions sometimes and that's just you know we've been so deeply programmed that it's hard to erase all these things, but I would say that I I make I do it less. I make assumptions less because I remember this book. I remember that he said, "Don't make assumptions." Okay, okay, Sheena, you know you're assuming things now. Okay, you're assuming. You don't know for a fact, so why are you assuming? You know, I have to check myself sometimes. And Mr. Ruiz is saying that you know assumptions are dangerous because an individual believes that they're true and thinks and acts accordingly right that is dangerous because you're thinking it's true so you act according to your to that truth that you think it's true but it's really not um relationships based on assumptions are more likely to end and cause drama and suffering right because no communication communicating clearly and asking questions is the key to avoiding assumptions and living more happily communication is key that is why it's a big um, saying that communication is key because it's a it's a it's an absolute truth right if you communicate clearly and you ask questions and you don't assume you will live a more joyous life with less mistakes and the fourth agreement is always do your best which is in chapter five of the book doing one's best helps make the first three agreements habits one's best quote unquote changes depending on the situation right but no one needs to feel guilty about this doing one's best builds immunity to guilt and judgment mr ruiz 
added that um, uh, you should not act for rewards, but because they want to, rewards will follow naturally, right? So just always do your best in whatever that you do, and then the rewards will come. Do your best. Do your best. Never stop to rest until your good is better and your better best. Always do your best. Excuse me. So, yeah, this concludes my inner hour. I just wanted to talk about the Four Agreements book. Um, Jen and I will go um, deeper into the sauce of the book on our next podcast. But for today, I just want you to, in this inner hour episode, I want you to meditate on how, you know, you can apply the Four Agreements and read the book, The Four Agreements, so that um, when we have the next podcast... Um, on the four agreements with me and Jen, then you can join in the conversation and know what we're talking about because you would have already read it. You can find the book at five below. Um, that's where I got it. Or you can um, get it online, um, Amazon, Kindle, Audible, whichever way is best for you. You can. I like Audible because you can, you know, I drive a lot and I can listen to it while I'm driving. Um, but whatever is best for you and works for you, you can get the book, download it, buy it, order it, whatever you got to do, read it. And um, tell us what you think on our social media, on Instagram, um, the Going Within podcast. Um, you can find us on Facebook, um, Going Within with Sheena and Jen group on Facebook. Um, you can find us on YouTube, um, the Going Within podcast. Um, what else? Where else? <laughs> You can find us on Spotify as well. Um, so that is it for today at the Inner Hour with Sheena. And I just want you to meditate on the four agreements and apply it to your life and see the changes come. I My wish for everyone listening to this Inner Hour podcast today is that you apply these agreements wholeheartedly and then let us know at the end of the year how applying those agreements has worked out in your favor and has changed your life. We would love to hear that. And um, I am also going to meditate on the four agreements throughout the year as well so that I can be impeccable with my words, right? So that I can not take anything personally, so that I can don't make assumptions, not make assumptions, and that I can always do my best. And you follow these four agreements and I guarantee your life will change for the better and you will become a better version of yourselves. Okay? Well, thank you for listening to me today and I'm looking forward to talking to you guys on the next podcast or the next inner hour um, with Sheena. And um, yeah, thank you guys and have a wonderful evening. Stay blessed.